This is a quote from Howard Thurman from his book, Jesus and the Disinherited. That no external force, however great and overwhelming, can at long last destroy a people if it does not first win the victory of the spirit against them. Thank you, Solomon, for giving us that quote. That quote will show up later on in this podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Be Aware. Be aware of your thoughts. Thank you, God, for giving me the words to speak on my podcast this night. Something that has stuck with me concerning feelings are the words spoken in the book by Neville Goddard, Feeling is the Secret. I continue to find the book to be very thought-provoking. Now, whenever I feel something that causes me anxiety, I notice that I become immobile and resigned, and it does not matter how I try to camouflage it, it's noticeable. On the other hand, when I feel exhilarated, I am pushed beyond my limits and create beyond my own imagination. Recently, my bodily system was affected after feeling disappointed, lonely, and isolated. The moment dreaded news was whispered in my ear, my continence fell. Just moments before I was on my way to get food from a familiar restaurant, and I was eager to purchase it. But suddenly, there was an instant loss of appetite, it seemed, without warning. I say without warning, but after the disappointing news that I had already been anticipating, I remember sensing that something awkward was about to occur. You can say something felt uneasy. Yes, the feeling of weariness was there for some time, and I couldn't quite put my hand on the specifics, but I felt it. I felt an uneasy energy, much like Cain's countenance fell when he was in the garden with his brother, Till in the field. Remember the story of Cain and Abel in Genesis? There must have been thoughts leading to feelings of anger and hatred, in order for Cain to take action to kill his brother. Because I knew that it was unhealthy for me to stay in that state of mind, and because my body sensation did not feel good, I began praying the 35th Psalm instantly. Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me, and fight against them that fight with me, especially myself, my own self-thought. It's all I knew to do to calm the energy felt in my body. I must have repeated that prayer at least 35 times. My appetite came back, although the idea of despair that was seated in my imagination didn't disappear as quickly. I still felt disappointed. I felt the uneasiness in my gut region. These feelings of loneliness, abandonment, and loss rendered me frozen. 
I was driving at the time, and once that feeling of despair was realized, I promise you, I began driving on automatic. That's one understanding when trying to determine what could be meant by feeling is the secret. In the words of Neville Goddard, the sensation always comes first. And if that's true, then there really are no surprises in our lives. Feelings let us know what is about to occur, so we don't have to be surprised. Just as I was given this feeling through intuition, we all have that capacity or that power to sense when things are about to go awry. Yes, we all have this magic. How many times have you felt something was going to take place? And it did. How many times have things felt uneasy or good, but you couldn't quite put your finger on what was about to take place? And women, how many times have you known when your significant other was up to no good and eventually things came to the light? Another thing I understand now is that feeling is the secret to my functioning constructively or destructively, and it directly affects how I create my life. Feeling is the secret to our immobility or mobility as we evolve in life. At present, I'm in a class with a worldwide empowerment coach, and the lesson for the week is Choosing whom we are going to be as wanted and unwanted occurrences happen in our lives or as things mess with us. She calls it being unmessable with. I was told that the feelings that I've taught my students in elementary school, sad, happy, angry, glad, and all synonyms thereof, are moods or emotions that place individuals in certain states of mind. Each state of mind creates certain moods in the individual. Neville says that every feeling must be expressed, so it would behoove us to learn to control our ideas and feelings. He offers prayer and sleep as ways to do that. I will talk more about that at another time. Now back to feeling is the secret. Sad and gloomy moods or states of mind usually cause feelings of hopelessness, while dwelling in joy and enthusiasm usually causes creativity and a push forward in life. This is not 100% foolproof because there have been those who were experiencing sadness that created their greatest work. In fact, they created like the genius that they were. Just look at the many artists who create the blues, who created the blues, certain hip-hop artists and performers such as Whitney Houston and Phyllis Hyman, both of whom committed suicide. Listen to Howard Thurman's statement read in the beginning by Solomon Thomas at the beginning of this podcast. No external force, however great and overwhelming, can at long last Destroy a people if it does not first win the victory of the spirit against them. In other words, it doesn't matter how strong the prevailing voices, forces are without the ability for that force to directly affect us is stemming from something magnetic, our feelings within us. Everything starts within. I was calling forth that experience that day in the car. 
You can say I was preparing or practicing for its arrival and disappointment. What I learned that day is that the idea or rehearsal of despair plays out in our life as if we had been practicing for a motion picture and that motion picture is our life. And if that is the case, then let us do the same with positive and prospering feelings. So let's look closely at what we are thinking, thus creating. We can begin by using prayer to ask God to watch our thoughts and remove non-prospering thoughts from our minds if that is not what we want to experience. Peace and shalom.